Sanders Snitker, Libertarian, Republican, and Political Hack, and Adrian Wiley, Born Again Anarchist and Political Husband. Banter, blather, and joke about current events while attempting to figure out whether to keep trying to salvage our Constitution and Republic or just stock up on marshmallows to roast on the smoldering embers of society. It's time for Unattended Baggage. Why, thank you, Ledge. Hello, everyone in Podcastville or Internet Land, wherever you may reside. This is Alex, co-host, Unattended Baggage. Along with me is my radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Adrian, chairman of the Building Materials Projectile Staging and Logistics Committee of the Western Florida Guild of Professional Anarchists, <gasps> local chapter 151, Wiley. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. How are you, man? You know, I'm doing pretty good. I'm having. A, it was a very busy week, but uh, you know, not too bad. Doing all right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. It was a little chillier this week than I was hoping for, but um, like, because I got. Yeah, a, I'm sorry. I, I dropped the ball on that. You did drop the ball. Yeah, on yeah. I meant to. I meant to make it a little warmer, but uh, you know, I, I also was busy, so you know. Well, maybe you should work on making sure it makes it a little bit warmer. Well, let me go start my truck and just you know floor it, so get the global warming up a little bit for I know, you. Right? Yeah. I wish we had some more global warming. It'd be nice <laughs> for a little more global warming right now. Yeah. This whole not being warm stuff is uh, getting a little old. You know, I like the cold weather though. I, I do enjoy this. It's a uh, it's a nice uh, uh, reprise uh, from what we normally get here. So. Yeah, but it's cold in the warehouse, and I have to use water all the time. So, like, it might means I'm wet, and it's cold, and that sucks. Yeah, get a new job. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what do you want from me? What do you want, what do you want me to do here? What do you yeah, want me to do here? All right, so there's a lot of different things to talk about this week, obviously. But let's start with the first thing, which is, and this was self-titled. So let me just go ahead and repeat the self-title. Adrian is a hypocrite little DL bitch, and join the army or go to jail. So I'm, I'm trying to figure out why you wrote this about yourself. Um, well, thank you for reading that uh, as opposed to just, you know, uh, allowing it to be a segue because you kind of blew my punchline on that. But, uh, you know, I mean, I don't even know what it means. So how, how did I blow a punchline? Well, on? actually, I, I went <laughs> I, I went to uh, get a replacement driver's license uh, uh, this week. Oh, did you now? Yeah. Oh, your yeah. favorite your favorite government agency, the Division of Motor Vehicles. Uh, yeah, actually, it was uh, relatively painless, uh, shockingly. But uh, the the reason that I'm a little bitch is the the reason that I wanted to go do it was to get the veteran designation on there so I could get my ten percent off at Home Depot. <laughs> That's how little I give a shit anymore. That is government cheese right there, uh, boy. Exactly. That is some permanent government cheese. And now Home Depot, uh, they used to just take my word for it, but now they won't believe me unless I show them uh, you know, some proof. Well, how did you get the veteran's designation you on take, your driver's you license? You just take your DD-214 to the driver's license, and they put veteran on your driver's license. That's, really? That's all it is, yeah. But then when you go in and you know they be places that give veterans discount, you can use that as proof. So, but at Lowe's is worth like a lot more than that, though. Oh, well, here's the thing about Lowe's. No, it's 10% at but here's the thing about Lowe's, and this really pissed me off. I tried to do the Lowe's thing, right? They won't accept the driver's license thing. What you have to do is you have to go on and register on their website as a veteran, um, and you have to like give them your social and upload your DD24. I'm like, fuck you, man. I'm just going to go to Home Depot. You know, you guys used to get all my business. Now I'm going to Home Depot. Actually, I never liked Lowe's. I always like Home Depot, but the, the contractor that we use had an account with uh, Lowe's for this home improvement. So we've been buying a lot of stuff from Lowe's through his corporate account. 
Um, but still, you know, it's uh, now I'm going back to Home Depot because all they need is a driver's license. I had a bad experience at Home Depot, so I go to Lowe's now. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Well, I just don't like Lowe's in general. But so I go in to, to get it renewed and the, the you know, I, I tell the girl what I'm doing and you're very nice people. I, and I got to say. The uh, Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles in Florida has come such a long way because they're now relatively efficient. They're polite. They're like it's like staffed by actual human beings at this point. So I have to give them a little bit of praise there, Um, you know, because I went in the morning. You have to make an appointment, but I think that's because of covid. But it wasn't a bad idea. either. So I make an appointment. When I get there, I realize, you know, I came over here for one purpose, and that was to show them my DD-214, and I forgot my DD-214. <laughs> so, and for those, those, <laughs> for those of you who don't know, your DD-214 is the file that they give you when you're discharged. Yeah. Okay, so it shows your military record and everything like that. Yeah. So I get there, and I, I say, um, oh, I got to reschedule this appointment. They say, well, you do have to, I can't, the, the receptionist couldn't reschedule it. She said, you're going to have to wait to be seated and then reschedule it then. So it took about 10 minutes to get seated, and then I did, and I rescheduled, and it came back. It took about another 10 minutes to get seated again. But, you know, in the grand scheme of things, waiting 10 minutes to be seated at the DMV is not a bad thing. So I, I sit down there, and uh, the woman goes, you know, I tell her why I'm there, and she's like, thank you for your service, Ugh. you know. And I just kind of, you know, I, I I didn't respond that time. And then like halfway through, she says it again. It's like they're programmed to say it. So at this point, I'm like, all right, I got to I got to throw something back at her here, but I don't want to offend this woman. So I'm, I, I said, well, you know, it's uh, I don't really you don't need to thank me because the judge says it was either that or prison. <laughs> <laughs> What did she say back to that? Uh, she didn't. She went, oh, and just went on work. They just kept going. But the look in her eyes was like uh, a little bit of shock and terror. Yeah. And it was it was it was very much worth it. But you know, we we used to have cadences like that: join the army or go to jail. You know that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah I know you're talking. Um, but uh, so yeah, I thought that was uh, that was very entertaining to me at least. So I think that's I think that's going to be my new. Uh, response anytime someone says thank you for your service like yeah it was either that or prison (laughs) you know i gotta tell you though another reason you could have used was because you could have said look in the last picture i didn't look nearly as much like a terrorist as i do now so i wanted to get a new picture to show what what well that actually kind of pisses me off and that's why i'm a little bitch because actually my um my old picture was clean shaven. So actually with the, the big beard now, it's a little more difficult for the facial recognition. So now I just gave him a picture that is, makes it easier for the facial recognition on me. Well, yeah, but you know, they already had it anyway. So do so. you think that the AI, cause uh, we've learned recently that now uh, the AI that does the facial recognition uh, can figure out if you're straight or gay. Okay. With a high degree of accuracy. And now they can even figure out your political party. So they actually, the AI in the facial recognition systems know what political party. I wonder if they know I'm an anarchist. I, I don't know. I would like to know that, by yeah, the way. I'd like yeah. to know, like, if it's, if it's, here's the thing. Like, you know, I, I think we've said before, or maybe you've said before, that you could look at people and kind of tell if they were a Democrat or a Republican. Yeah, yeah. Like, you could look and kind of see and be like, oh, yeah, you're probably a Democrat. Or you're probably a Republican. Right. So are they saying now that there is a, like, they really can look at someone and really make that determination now? Yes, yes. And they're saying that they can do it with about, the AI can do it with about an 80% accuracy. 
eighty percent. Well, accuracy? here's the, here's the thing: a um, a normal person can do it with about a fifty five to sixty percent accuracy. So basically, I mean, if it were just a hundred percent up to chance, then uh, you know it would be fifty fifty, give or take. You know, the margin of error, right? Yeah. Okay. So you should be able to only guess at fifty percent of the time. But people are already pretty good at figuring that out. But the AI in the facial recognition systems is now very uh, good at it, you know, getting to the point where it's almost down pat. Um, so yeah, that's a, you know, that's a scary thought because if they can determine your uh, political uh, party, your p- a political affiliation, you know, how far along before that turns into a pre-crime type of thing? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, you want to talk about judging a book by its cover, like literally, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the ultimate, uh, and that's you know, that's that's where we're going with all this AI, man. That's where we're going with all this big tech. You know, other news of the week. Uh, the other news that I had is is like so many others. Um, I have been banned from Facebook. You got banned. Congratulations. Yes, yes, I got banned. It's only a three day ban because it's like the third time I've done it or something like that. But. Yeah. Colin, you got it. You got it up, don't you? Uh, yeah, I got a. Let's see. Because I, I want you to. I want you to say out loud exactly what you got banned for. Okay, I got banned uh, for commenting uh, on a liberal friends of mine um, uh, thread um, that was talking about how the uh, um, how the uh, Trump um, uh, Trumpsters that stormed the Capitol were like insurgents and all that. Yeah. But but he was back in the day saying how BLM were peaceful protesters and all. Was that. he actually doing that? Yes. Okay. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like you didn't make a you didn't. I make didn't make an assumption. An assumption. On this. Okay. No, this is, this is actually a buddy of mine. So okay. I, you know, I talked you, to him. You all the paid time. attention. Yeah. Um, and so I commented. I said, "Trump's uh, Trumpsters storming the Capitol is as beautiful to me as BLM burning a police station. Chaos for the win." <laughs> and that's what got me banned. I can't believe that got you banned. By the way. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, the thing that got me ba- banned last time is I commented, "Fuck white people." <laughs> <laughs> so you never know what's going to get you banned. But I got to never you, been banned. I, I, which you don't say anything all that controversial though. See, I say a lot of things satirically and tongue in cheek, yeah, and and sarcastically and mm-hmm. things like that. So I, I, I do a lot of that ironic type stuff. Yeah. Um. Well, and some of my views are just downright you know, banned. Dangerous. Yeah. They're dangerous. You're a dangerous human. But uh, yeah, so I, but you know, like I give a shit about Facebook anymore. I, I, I pop on there once a month and, you know, spend a, a 45 minutes. And by the end of it, I'm usually like, oh, why the fuck did I come on here? You kind of, you, you have a cycle like women have a menstrual cycle. Kind of, kind of. It's like a moon phase type of thing. Yeah. yeah. It's a weird deal. It really is a weird deal. And I wonder what people think. Like, it's always funny to see like what people are like, oh, he's back. He's gone. <laughs> oh, he's back. He's gone. You know, like you're, you're, you're gone just as quick as you're back. Well, let me just put it to you this way. I actually downloaded all my photos off of uh, Facebook. So, you know. Why? Uh, in case I just delete the account. In case you just delete the account. Right. Ooh. Yeah. And it's not like it, you know, I, I don't give a shit about all the censorship. It's just like I've lost interest in it. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? And the reason that I've lost interest in it is because it has gotten so ridiculous at this point. What you do know? you mean? Expand I'm, on that. If you I am mind. tired of every time that somebody posts something that is even remotely controversial. The picture gets covered. And I'm also tired of all the fucking idiots on it. Cause it seems like all that's left is idiots 
and I don't know if that's just the algorithms that I'm seeing. You know, maybe it's it's classified me in in one of the you know. Um, the idiot categories, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're, but all you see are idiots. All I see are idiots, and all their their uh, everything they're saying is uh, either fact checked or censored or click here to show this photo. You know when it's just stupid stuff. So it's just they the, the censorship has gotten so out of control. Even though you know half of what they're censoring is just moronic stuff to begin with, but still the the censorship you know it shouldn't be out there. Well, there was a Stossel, and I didn't put this in the show notes, but because you brought this up, there was a Stossel video that he put out about the California wildfires. And he was in the, in the video, he basically, he was talking about how government and forest management or forest mismanagement is one of the leading factors as to why you're having all these fires in California. Right. And that got fact-checked. Because it, it was saying that it didn't offer the correct context. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then he did another video about that part and then looked it all up and realized they didn't actually look at his video because his video did. A, he did say that climate change played a played a factor. Right. And in one of the quotes that they attributed to him, it did. It said the opposite of that. Right. So he did a whole thing on this, which I thought was funny. And then, you know, come to find out that like they attributed three authors to it. Right. Two of the authors never even looked at his stuff. Well, and that, and that's the, the, the truth of it is, is that, uh, and what they don't talk about a lot is, is most of it is AI. Most of the censorship going on right now, in, especially in Facebook, is AI. And even those, when they do a fact check mm -hmm. results, some of those are uh, written by AI. You, you may not realize it at this point, but a lot of the news articles that you read on a daily basis are AI generated. Really? Yes. Yeah. And like, it's very difficult to tell the difference. I, I, I think I can probably tell the difference a little bit once in a while, but sometimes you can't, you know? Um, yeah. So you will, um, it, it's astounding how much of what you read on the internet was a, no human ever wrote. Yeah. And that's what you see with a lot of these fact checking. And I just realized that before you actually were trying very well to, to segue me with the menstruation thing to the, the story that we have that Facebook actually knows when women are ovulating. Yeah. You know, I mean, think about that for a minute. That was a very slick one. By it the was way. a slick one. It was so good that I just completely missed it. Yeah. You I know, know. Um, but uh, yeah, Facebook has um, uh gotten together with an app that women use to, you know, like map their menstrual cycles and, and yeah. stuff like that. And now they, you know, they have that data and they're actually using it for marketing purposes. I mean, how far can these people go? You know, and I think that's, I think we're at a really good time. I think it's great that these social media companies and people like Google are, are attacking Parler right now and all this is going on because it needed to. You know what I'm saying? I mean, what do you mean by that? Okay, I think we needed at this point in time to have a few different things happen. One of them, we needed a lot of people to say, you know what, I'm just done with social media. Okay, yeah, okay. I agree with that. Yeah. So, so that like they've broken it so bad. Right yes, now. yes, it, it needed to be broken to the point where you know people just like, oh, fuck this, I'm done. You know, kind of like when people joined the LP and the normal people that joined the LP left right away because they realized all the crazies that were there. Right. Okay. Right. And the other thing is, is I think that it was necessary to basically burn this down. And again, Facebook is by no means burnt down at this point. No, not even close. But I happen to believe that, um, 
know, if, if I'm thinking that, then so are a lot of other people. Yeah. Because I'm not some, you know, special, unique snowflake. You know, if I'm thinking something, there's probably millions of other people thinking the same thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if I'm thinking, oh, fuck, you know, Facebook has just gotten ridiculous. I don't want anything to do with it. There's a lot of people, other people doing that right now. And in fact, what I'm seeing is that a lot of the normal people that I used to see in my feeds, I don't see anymore. Yeah. You know, and I think they're just pulling away from it. So I think that needed to be happened. Uh, Twitter, when Twitter banned Trump. Uh, their stock, you know, tanked like 15%. Oh, yeah, a lot. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, which is a good thing. I mean, I think it should. And, you know, fuck Trump. But the fact that you're, you know, you just don't do that. Yeah, don't ban him. Yeah, don't. You don't. And here's the thing. And we talk about it all the time. They're private companies. They can do whatever the hell they want. Yeah. I'm but, not saying there should be a law against it. But by the same token, there's some, there are things that are right and things that are wrong. Okay. And it is wrong if you have just a platform to ban people, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, it's just, it's wrong to do that by the same token. There's so many stupid people out there that the reason that QAnon became a thing that was literally, and again, I'll say it again for, for all those idiots out there. QAnon was a fucking troll job. It began as a troll job. There is no real Q person. Okay. It's a bunch of people that were fucking with you on 4chan, okay? Which is what 4chan was for. 4chan was for fucking with people, okay? You got fucked with, and now literally you are staging what you think is a revolution over a troll job. You know, it's just insanity. And now we got Mr. MyPillow out there, you know, okay. <laughs> giving discounts for Q. Yeah. I know we're jumping all over the place. The, but You know what the problem is today? today there is so there's much. There's so many stories today that when you bring something up, you're automatic. <laughs> like, you're not even trying to segue. I know. And you've segued your ass off. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because Mike Lindell from the MyPillow guy is now has a code QAnon for a discount on his pillows. Right. Right. I mean, are you fucking kidding me? Like, this is life imitating art, imitating life, (laughs) imitating art. And like, he knew, like, he knows without, this is a marketing genius, by the way. This is a marketing move that is awesome. Because like, if you're going to do a code QAnon for a discount on a MyPillow, because look, Mike Lindell only advertises on Fox, I think. Right. Like I mean, he probably does some Look, other stuff. He too, believes but. everything that he's saying. Oh yeah. I, I mean he's in it, you know, he is just as as QAnon as you can get. Yeah. Okay. But by the same token, it's a brilliant business decision because if you think about it, let's say out of all the pillows in the US, what do you think the market share of my pillow was? I don't know. Three percent, four percent, five percent, maybe. I mean, there's a lot of fucking pillows out there. Yeah. Okay. And three percent, really nice market share. Sizable, sizable. Right. But if you <laughs> if you take all the people who are on the QAnon bandwagon, well, that's probably more like fifteen percent. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Probably ten, maybe ten. Ten, fifteen. Okay. Ten, let's say ten percent. So. Just by doing that, just jumping on that bandwagon, you're going to piss off 90% of the population, but you might double your market share, maybe even triple it. Yeah. You know oh, yeah. You don't need everybody because <laughs> right. you, you don't, don't need everybody exactly. in your pillow game. Exactly. Your pillow game you're, don't need everybody. You're never going to get everybody in the pillow game, so you might as well get as big a market share as you can get. So from a marketing standpoint, it's you know what? It's funny. Maybe there is a correlation 
between political insanity and marketing brilliance. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's possible. It could be. It could be. Because here's the thing. You don't need... If you can get... If you can... It's like, okay, I don't know if you heard about this either, but there is a woman or a girl who basically outed her parents at being at the Capitol riots. Right. And then put up a GoFundMe page at the same time and got like 40 grand so far in GoFundMe money. Because for she, what to get new parents to get no to be able to go to school. <laughs> oh really? I guess she's I guess she's you know had it out with her parents or whatever. Well yeah, and she outed her parents to try to get them arrested basically. Fucking but then was wow. like, but they don't support me anyway, so I need help, and so help me, and so I think she got like forty grand. It was a story I heard on like Tim Pool or something like that, but I just thought it was funny as shit. The other thing I find to be funny, by the way, is I'd like to know what Trump did to piss off Drudge so much because. Drudge now has had a counter up since like what 400 hours left <laughs> yeah. and now it's down to 72 hours left like I'm wondering if the last 24 hours if he's actually going to have like a counter that's counting it down like in real time <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> by, by the seconds yeah yeah like you know you know, you know like 24 yeah, exactly <laughs> like I'm wondering if that's what he's going to do you know because he really doesn't like him at this point and he used to be on his side right right but he really doesn't like him. And then we do want to find out for the grand finale. And I love that he put it up. I wonder if he's going to pardon any of the people we want him to pardon. No, he's not. I don't think so. He's either. not. I don't Look, think so either. this guy at this point has just so gone off. I mean, he was never on the reservation to begin with, but he's gone so far into his own ego that he, he's not even thinking about anything else. You know what I'm I saying? I really hope he pardons like Snowden well, or now what Russ Albrecht no, or no, Assange. None, or, none of that will happen. I, I don't guarantee think so either. Yeah. Which really sucks too because if because Biden is way worse on those guys than well, Trump he's, is. He's got to worry more about losing his real estate empire because he's in the process. Cancel culture is coming down on him hard. Uh, New York is severing all their contracts with him for like the golf courses he has and the skating rinks in, in New York City. Yeah. Um, Palm Beach County is severing the contract they have with his golf course, you know, so he's they're like land leases are being, um, you know, breached and things like that. He's going to lose his real estate empire. You know, the way yeah. things are going. I mean, it, it, this is such a weird time in history because it is funny how far we've gone down the 1984 path, but it's not government doing it per se it's as much the big business doing it as it is government you know well, what I'm because saying? those two things are a lot more intertwined than anybody's given oh, credit oh, for. yeah yeah and and it's not and in the cases where it's government it's not the federal government doing it it's like county governments it's city governments it's things like that it's mm -hmm. like new york city it's like palm beach county you know those are the ones that are going after them and it's and it's pure unadulterated uh cancel culture Oh, absolutely you know? it is, especially for New York. Yeah, yeah. Which, here's the thing. New York's got to be just pissed off that they're just losing. Like, they're, the idea of what New York was trying to do is about to be Bernie madoff you, you think? Because it's all coming. Here's the thing. If you can't lose everybody and continue your big government thing that you're continuing. Right. You can't do that. You Don't think the Ponzi scheme is about to run out is what it, you're saying. Here's the thing. Biden's going to give it another. Biden's going to give it a shot in the arm. Right. But I think it's only going to be a shot in the arm, though. Like, he can't fix it permanently because there is no fixing it permanently if you lose everybody. And New York and California are losing people 
at a very rapid pace. Right. And they're moving to places like Florida and Texas. You know, California, Illinois, and New York are all losing people. Right. And those people are going to either New York or the majority of them are going to New York or, I mean, uh, California. I mean, I'm sorry. They're leaving Texas those places. or Florida. Right. And they're maybe Tennessee. But they're going to other places. And they're totally fucking up the places they're coming to now. They're starting to fuck up the places that they're coming to now. That is true. Yeah. Florida, not so bad, though. Because if you think about it, I mean, well. We'll shoot you, if, fuckers. <laughs> yeah, not in the same way in Florida because Florida has been like Florida went from 2016 to 2020 because I looked I happened to look this up I was reading it. Mm-hmm. But in 2016 to 2020, Trump's percentage of the vote went up in Florida. It didn't go down in Florida. Right. And and Florida gained Republican seats in South Florida, not lost Republican seats in other places. Like like 2018 ended up being an aberration. Not the a, a, a way of things to come, which I actually thought it was going to be a way of things to come. I didn't think it was going to be an aberration, but I don't think that. I think Florida, Florida went from a toss-up state to a red state in 2020. I, I and again, that uh, to, from my perspective, I can never say whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> you know let me saying? give you one. Let me give you one aspect in which it was a good thing. Huh. Look at the rest of the country with the lockdowns and yeah. look at Florida with the lockdowns. Yeah, with the, that's that in the most important category that really matters right now. That yeah. That's the You got to give them a little for, bit of credit. For, for that, that, I will say that Republicans uh, tend to be on the better side of that issue. You yeah. know, from my perspective. I mean, don't get me wrong, they suck in other ways. I'm not going to say that they hey, don't, but By the way, quick side note, I did a little math uh, this week and it turns out that with COVID, the uh, death rate has uh, approached nine in 1,000, okay? So every year, 0.9% of the population uh, dies. Mm-hmm. So in 2020, it was, it was, approaching, point, uh, it was pr- approaching nine deaths in 1,000. You want to know the last time that the number was that high? When? It was the 1980s. What was going on in the 80s? Well, nothing. It's just the, the baby boomers are dying now. <laughs> in, in the 70s, it was higher. But my point is, I don't recall ever locking anything down in the 70s or, or the uh, 80s. You remember anything like that? No. I'm pretty sure no, we didn't we do didn't that. We didn't lock anything down. But uh, just well, a, just a on, case though. in point, it's that our death rate is basically the same that it's always been. It's a little higher now, but it's been for the past 10 years, it's been going up steadily it's been on a on a rapid increase so we were on kind of on a trend line for this this is a little bit of an aberration but baby, but there is a little bit of an aberration there is though. a little bit of an aberration but it's it's basically it's it's not far off the trend line because baby boomers are dying now yeah you know that's what's happening because so. there's a lot of them <laughs> yeah, there's hence the word boom yeah you hence know the word boom and, boomer and those okay boomer yeah and those boomers are all approaching 80 they're getting up there yeah they are getting so, up there yeah but you're attributing all of that to that at that point um, yeah, well, no, I'm not attributing all of it to that. Um, there is a little bump in COVID, but I'm just saying is that when you step back and try to put it in historical perspective, you know, with everybody saying, and again, it's the same thing as always, it's the same thing like the assault on the Capitol. It's nothing has ever been this bad. It's the worst it's ever been in history. It's like, look, the death rate was higher in the 1980s and it was considerably higher in the 1970s. So in the 1970s, it was over nine in 1,000 people died every single year. Yeah. So if you had 1,000 people in a room on January 1st, nine of them would be dead at the end of the year. Yeah. Okay. Now, in in the early 2000s, that dropped closer to eight. Okay. Mm-hmm. And now we're back up closer to nine. Okay. So that is the variance that it generally stays within. So in in a, any given year, between eight and nine uh, out of every 1,000 people die. 
Okay. Yeah. And in 2020, we were closer to the nine side. But we weren't even over the nine side. We might have been just over the nine side. But not much, though. Yeah, not much. Yeah, maybe 9.1, 9.2. But if you listen to the mainstream media, you would, you think, would think that people are dot. Like, like you right. would think that we, we we're filling up morgues. Right. With right. all the with all the dead. Yes. Yes, that's what you would think. Though my son did say that he's seeing a lot more COVID cases right now. Um, you know, uh, he's an EMT. Uh, but by the same token that, you know, the vast majority of them are mild. He said he's had one so far uh, cardiac arrest for COVID, and that was a, you know, a, a very elderly person. Yeah. so An older person anyway, though. A much older. Yes. They were coming from a... Uh, a uh, a hospice. Well, I think if and I think if you I think you've said this before, but basically what COVID did was is if you were getting closer, if you were close to death, right. this was nudging you in that direction. Exactly. Yeah, it's a little bump. So. Yeah, and there, but don't get me wrong, there are some people that have had no pre existing conditions that have died from it, right. but that number is very very small. It's pretty yeah, it, it's pretty small. Because if it was larger, you'd hear about every because you hear about every one of those cases. If it was larger, you'd know somebody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, almost no one I talk to uh, knows someone personally that's died from COVID. They would that, hear of like a friend that, of a friend. That Yeah, it's always a friend of a friend or that person. Yeah, uh, my, my, my great-grandmother who was uh, 94 died of COVID. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Guess what? She was going to die of something anyway this year. <laughs> you know? so anyway but the point is, is we kind of got a little off topic there just some another another numbers i happened to run this week while i was you know stumbling across stuff yeah i got you I, I i'm looking forward to seeing the death numbers at the end of the year yeah of like who died from what and then comparing it, those numbers to years past it probably will be the highest since like you know the the mid to late 80s uh, maybe even a little earlier than that but by the same token 2019 was pretty high. It, it, like I said, it had been increasing over the past about ten years. So part of that, and part of that had to do with like the opioid crisis too, though, didn't it? Yeah. See, here's the actual chart right here. Yeah. Okay. So you can say we had uh, you how know, many years does that chart represent? Uh, this is uh, through 2020, but it's it's not through the end of the year. So like they, when that up ramp right there goes, what's that? Oh, what that year was is that? 2013 when it started. Oh my god. Up. Yeah. Oh, then it looks very natural. And it's and you're right, and it is low. Like it was dipping down, dipping down. Hold on. See the bottom of that last that that little hook thingy right there? What year is that? Uh that's two thousand eight. So two thousand eight, the death rate was one eight point one two four per thousand. Now if you go back to like uh you know, nineteen fifty, it was nine point six five. Okay. Wow. Uh if you go back to uh nineteen sixty eight, it was nine point five nine. Um, you see what I'm saying? And as of right now, uh, I, I pr will probably be, I, I'm going to guess once all the data comes in, I'm going to guess we're going to be at about 9.1, 9.2. Whereas in 2019, we were 8.78. So you see what I'm saying? But you can see the trend line was, was ramping up anyway, because the baby boomers are getting older. Yeah. You know, they're getting into that window where uh, most people on average, you know, they're hit their, hit their life expectancy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so you think that all of this has to do with life expectancy and a number of people like, yeah, like it doesn't have anything to do with anything else though. No, I mean, COVID is playing a role in it, but like the opioid crisis, maybe not eating as healthy, like, you know, like heart disease, things no, like that. No, 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 no. I think, think any of that comes I, into play? I think that's, this is just a numbers game. I got you. Yeah. This is a, you have very cliche, by the way, just a numbers game is so cliche. I well, love it. I love it. It's a very, it's a very true. Well, it's accurate in this case because yes. you had after World War II, 
hence the baby boomers, you had a, 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 lot, of fucking a lot of fucking going on, a lot of babies being born, mm-hmm. and that, you know, that spike in the population is, you know, all getting to, like, that's from 1945 on. Now, your, someone your born- Your grandma was fucking and sucking then. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, she <laughs> should have done more sucking because uh, then there wouldn't have been as may- many babies. What are you, uh, a eugenicist? <laughs> <laughs> Pro blow job is uh, is uh, eugenicist. Well, now. you're like, well, you should do one of this or the other, so you can't have kids, <laughs> right? Um, but no, my I, bad, I, son I God, mean, <laughs> dude, just stop, just stop, <laughs> stop. I'm no longer amused. Yes, you are. Don't uh, yeah. tell me that. <laughs> I'm no longer amused. Oh, now I'm fucking pissed. <laughs> God, I hate that. But anyway, so people are getting all geez, fuck you. You know, I was trying to make a point. Fuck you. You made a good point. But my point is fuck you. No, no, no. Your point was a good point, by the way. I just added some humor humor to it, though. You know, so um, you were talking before <laughs> in another shitty segue. Uh, you were talking before about the, the girl who turned her parents in, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, did you hear about the uh, female hacker who uh, got all the, pulled all the data off a of parlor from all the people that were... Uh, um, at the uh, Capitol? No, I did not. I did not. Go ahead with this. Yeah. One. So a 26 year old female identifying female identifying it. And I wrote that because I looked at her picture and I'm not sure whether she's actually female or not, but um, uh, she uh, downloaded everything uh, from parlor. And uh, basically she calls herself a, um, what is it? Uh, Meikle Johnian. Or, or Mikulionian, whatever. Is that like Mandalorian? No, it's it's a it's a, a free speech advocate, uh, essentially. All right. Uh, free speech is in free for everyone, and so that's her handle. Um, and uh, she <laughs> uses the handle Crash Override, which is uh, you know it, it refers to like the worst hacker movie ever made. Uh, but anyway, the the point is is that um, she doxed all these people, but yet she is an advocate for free speech. I mean, I don't know. Do you think that is a dichotomy or not? You know, is that a contradiction? It's like, does free speech include the right to uh, privacy? I mean, it's... it's If you put the stuff up already on a social media, then in some ways you've given up the right to privacy because you were sharing it No, no, this was stuff that was shared in groups and even in closed groups and stuff like that. Okay, but you still shared it, though. Okay, I see what you're saying. Like, you still put it out there. So you're okay with her hacking parlor and pulling all that data? I didn't say I was necessarily okay with it, but I'm I'm saying is that I I don't see the dichotomy in it either, though. And again, I'm not saying I'm... Like, personal preference and dichotomy might be different things. Yeah, and again, I'm not necessarily opposed to this either um i'm just saying i find it interesting that you know where where are you coming from on that and it it seems to me that you know this is a more political thing than anything else i mean look if she's not trying to get anybody if she's not trying to ban users oh no she's she's totally trying to do that she's she's doxing people that's her purpose she wanted to dox here's the thing though your freedom to say whatever you want doesn't come without the the responsibility or the ramifications of what you've said i concur so Doxing someone is having to deal with the ramifications of what you've done. So if you didn't, and again, I hate to say it this way because it sounds so bad, but if you would be okay with your mom seeing it, then what's the problem? You know what I mean? Not that if you didn't do anything wrong, you have nothing to worry about. But if you are proud of what you've said, then you shouldn't have a problem with somebody posting it out there. Right. I mean, again, I don't necessarily... 
It's a weird, that's a weird kind of deal it because is. like, I understand what you're saying of like, you know, she doesn't have good intentions in what she's doing. Right. Like, you know, her intentions are less than above board, but at the same time, she's not like, if you put it out there, like, it's not like she's going to grab like footage that was, that you didn't do yourself. You know what I mean? Or that was Oh, no, 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 no. They're doing that too. She's pulling the photos and stuff from there and everything like that with the metadata that's proving people were there and stuff like that. I mean, the FBI is doing all this too, but, you know, she did a lot of it as well. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah, it's, it's kind of like a. I, I know. I, I, I kind of I, I have two minds of it myself. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's, it's just weird because, like, the other thing is this, though. For the people that went into the Capitol, what what did you think was going to happen? Like, did you think you'd be able to take a selfie sitting on somebody's desk in a place that you weren't allowed to be and think you wouldn't get in trouble for it? Like that that seems so stupid. Um, no. Here's the thing. I, I I think that a lot of people there had a lot of different reasons for being there. I, I, you know I what agree I'm saying? with that. I'd agree. With uh, that. I mean, you can you can you can tell by like that one cop that got beat up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, half the people were trying to beat him. The other half were trying to help him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. But still, you shouldn't have been like, if you weren't allowed in there, like if you weren't like, I don't know. Look, and I wasn't there either. So I can't really like, I can't really speak to the motivation of someone as they're walking into the place. But to my concept, when you say if you weren't allowed in there, to me, that is just such a, that is such a foreign concept to me. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Would you take a picture of yourself in there, though? Like, would you prove... Oh, fuck yeah, I would. (laughs) I don't think you would. I would. I totally would. If you you knew you were doing things that you weren't allowed to do, you wouldn't take a picture of it, Dude, I went on the radio and begged to be arrested. Yeah, but that was to prove a... There was a a political point to be made there. Well, there was a political point to this. Well, there really wasn't a political point. No, there you're actually... There was no point to this. There really wasn't a political point to this. The point that most of these people had was just, like, absolutely ridiculous. We're going to get Trump to win. Like, you you have no idea what you were doing. Yeah, you know... I think that's the problem. That's something I have to be careful about because I love the concept so much of the chaos, and I love the idea of someone going into the house speaker's office and putting their feet up on the desk. That is just such a beautiful thing to me that I have to sometimes step back and say, oh, yeah, these these people are a bunch of fucktards. Like they weren't allowed to do that. <laughs> no, fuck, they weren't allowed. That's see, Or they were going to get in trouble for doing that. And see, that's the, that's the thing that I have a problem with is from my perspective that, you know, this is a is a public fucking building that we pay for. You know what I'm saying? You should be able to go in there anytime you want. It shouldn't even, well, from my perspective, it shouldn't exist. You know what I'm saying? That should be prime commercial real estate. All right. Well, let me ask you a question then as it relates towards this. Let me ask you. So, and again, I, I know you're, I know what your automatic answer is going to be to this, but let me just say this. Let me ask it this way. If someone was to break into your house and take pictures of themselves in various positions around your house. Right. And then leave and then post the picture online. Would you think that that's evidence and proof of criminal activity? Okay. That is not, it's, it's a complete non sequitur. Hold on. I know that I know what you're about to say that it's a non sequitur. However, my, my question is, is that something that would be proof of a crime being committed? Yes. Okay. 
So we've, we've, we've established that part of it. Now it's a, it's a logical fallacy though. The, the, so, you know, uh, prima facie, it's wrong. Okay. Yeah. If you were in a private business, right. And you had an office in the private business mm-hmm. and someone that did not have permission from the business owner. Yes. I, uh, yes. Same thing. Yes, same rules go by. Same there. rules apply. Yes. So why is it that if you had, if you were an elected official, and you had your own office somewhere that you were doing business at that you would not have an expectation that you would be allowed to have. Oh, so, oh, oh, wait a second. I didn't realize. So Nancy Pelosi pays for that office. No, she was elected. Oh, um, and she was elected to what? The house of representatives, which is the people's house. That's correct. Yes. Which she is paid for by who? By taxpayers. Right. Are, are, are you getting my point here? Mm-hmm. No, no. I understand the point that you're making. Right. I, I, I'm not saying that I don't understand the point you're making about your taxpayers, but that means should, so well, okay. is there any, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is there any expectation that those areas should be allowed to have locked doors? Yes, there is. And now let's get to the, we're, we're, we're both taking it to the absolutely idiotic extremes, which is okay in this conversation. It is okay in this conversation. The reality of the situation is that guy right now is being held without bond. Okay. The guy who put his feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk, which I now, don't agree here's, with. Here's the thing. Yes. He probably should get in a little trouble. Yes, he probably should spend a, a couple of nights in jail. He should not be convicted of a felony. He should not be in, still in jail. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Look, from my from my perspective, that except for the people who who you know the, who committed violence, nothing went on there that was worthy of anybody going to jail. So you're saying the destruction of property was not, is not something that you're considering to be a problem. Mischievous at most. Okay. I I mean, they broke a couple of windows. There was not any significant destruction of property. Uh, I mean, I've seen the videos of the offices that have been, that were just completely. And from my perspective, it's a beautiful thing. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that you're wrong. They were not nearly destructive enough. Okay. They should have been more destructive. Much, much more destructive. Yes. Like more fires. This is why I won't have a Facebook account. (laughs) (laughs) This is why you will never see me on social media again. (laughs) It makes for great radio. It does. Um, Here's the thing about it, though, and this is where I'm of two minds of it. Like, if you're watching what's going on right now with the reaction to what what they did at the Capitol. Right. This reaction is way more of a thing than the reaction that the government was doing to the riots that went on. Before. Oh, without question. Like, yes. They yes. have upped the game on this one tremendously where before they weren't doing any oh, well, of that. They, before they didn't care because they weren't the target. So you think, but they were the target though. Like they were destroying police stations. They no, were no, no, doing no, no, other no, 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 stuff. The federal government wasn't the target. And even when oh, they you're were saying the representatives were the target. Yes. So that's where the difference. Oh was. yeah. 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 Okay. If you hear some of them talk, it's like, like AOC, they could have killed me. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's yeah. okay. Okay. That's the attitude it's right a good there. Point, by the way, now when they were attacking the white house, they didn't care. They were like, oh, cool. They're going after Trump. Yeah. You know, but guess what? When when the uh, peasants came uh, around and said, uh, we don't want to eat cake to the House of Representatives, you know, it was a different story. So that's really what it boils down to. It's, you have to understand that even from their perspective, 
they're not like pro-government per se. They're all pro themselves. They're all pro their own power. And if their political rivals in government get attacked, they don't care. And I'm talking about none of them. I'm, Trump was in the same boat. Like if if the White House was under siege, you know, he's all freaking out. But if the Capitol building's under siege, he's like, yeah, go on over there. Yeah, see? So it's happening. Which up. was shown to be the case. That absolutely happened. Okay. And it absolutely happened that, you know, when BLM was surrounding the White House and, and uh, you know, storming Lafayette Park, you know, Lafayette Square, rather, um, nobody in Congress gave a shit. You know, they were out there supporting. We support the peaceful protesters. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So you have to understand that the whole idea of government, everything that you think about government, the people who are actually at the top of government, they don't think the same way. They think about themselves. And that was proven. I mean, if there's no clearer indication of that, it's that they don't really care about the concepts because when people are burning some shit, they're happy for it. And when people are burning other shit, they're pissed off. And it depends on where they are in the political food chain as to what they're pissed off about. Well, because they've turned Washington, D.C. now into basically the, for lack of a better term, and it's cliche because everybody's using it, but they've turned it into the green zone in Iraq. Like, right. it is on lockdown like you've never seen it before almost. Like, awesome. this is when they've, act, they've, I mean, you can't drive down the streets in Washington, D.C. right now. Right. Like, they got streets just just all the way locked down they've you know airbnb is canceling airbnbs for there right um which really sucks by the way like i, I that really, that's just stupid but they've they've you know they've they've the, the inauguration is not going to go down the way it went the way it's supposed to go down like you know the, the rehearsals are not being done like there's not going to be anybody there like it's a combination of the coronavirus but also of just like I don't know how much, like I have a major problem with it, but I'm almost wondering how bad is it when, like with what's going on right now up there that they have what, 20,000 troops that are in the hallways in right. the Capitol, just like hanging out. Right. Like, did you, did you think they were coming back again? Like this, the thing, like the difference between the riots that were happening with the BLM riots and the riot and the, and the riot that happened in Washington at the Capitol really does I, the one major difference between the two is the amount of time like this thing this this capital riot lasted a couple hours right the blm riots lasted for weeks if not months right like i'm and we're everywhere and we're yeah and we're all over the country and right. now they're like well we're going to lock down places all over the you know we're going to lock down state capitals because we heard there's going to be armed protests everywhere right like really yeah 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 hey hey that's the difference they didn't care when Main Street was getting burned, they just care when their seats of power are getting burned. Yeah. That's really what it boils down no, to. No, you're right. You're not wrong. You're um, not wrong on that one. And here's the thing. It, my wish is that um, BLM and the Trump rioters would realize their common ground. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That would fix a lot of problems. If... You know, we need to unite as a country. When I say we need to unite, BLM and the Trump protesters need to unite. The, the insurgents. We'll just call them the insurgents. The peaceful protesters and the insurgents need to... to like realize that, that find you're their, getting screwed by the same people? Find their common ground. And then, I don't know. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Not saying anything. You know, just, Everyone, There needs to be some unity there. It's time for America to unite. 
and America should unite, you know, left and right, work together, find that common ground, and then go and start then, filling bottles then, with and gasoline. Then, and then burn it all down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. I mean, if you if you really did want to take a look at it, it would be nice if 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 both sides would understand that they are being manipulated by government actors in one way or another. Right. And that, that yes. it's that manipulation that is causing most of the problems that you have right now. If you would simply realize who your enemy was, right. then you'd well, be a lot better off. The, the problem with the Trumpsters is they're just they're just wrong. They're they're just wrong. Uh, BLM at least has a, a valid point. You know, people getting shot by cops all the time. You know what I'm saying? Um, but then again, you also have a, a contingent. But they're all B- wrong in one way or another. Right, well, you have a contingent of BLM that just wants to, you know, go loot stores. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's everybody. Nobody is, is perfect in this. But the bottom line is if everyone realizes that the thing that they're actually up against is government. You know, and that when people realize that government is just a self-serving entity, you know, and that's what they're going to try to do now. They're going to try to buy us off with a lot of stimulus. That's that's Joe Biden's job. I mean, he's trillions. We're going to throw more trillions of more dollars. I think we're actually going to end up at some point. We're going to end up with a universal basic income out of this, which I, for one, can't wait. You know, well, it's here's the thing for for employers. This is where it's really going to start getting hard, though. Uh, not for me. Well, not for you, because you don't hire people. Well, I do. For those of you that... I have two employees. Me and my wife. Yeah, okay. Like, let's get real here. Well, that's what I... No, 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 no. Hang on a second. That's... No. And Look, you should find a way to structure your life where you can do that. And it's, it's not easy. But if you're young and you're just starting out in life, don't go find a job. Find a way that you can start your own company to do whatever it is that you do and then handle that because I don't care. I honestly don't care how the tax code changes. I honestly don't care stimulus, no stimulus. I don't care what what penalties they put on an employer because I'm both. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I can restructure my company any way I want no, to. No, no, I understand what you're talking about. But, yeah. But at the same time, if you are, if you open up a business where you have to, where you want to expand and have to, we have to start hiring people. Right. Then that does become a problem when they're going to just be giving out hundreds of dollars a week to people to not work. Oh, you're talking about to hire people. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. 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 Like that part, like they are screwing with it there. Right. In a major way. Yeah. That is going to, it's causing, is going to cause damage to a, cause I, we've talked to other business owners and not and finding employee, finding people to work is a major problem right now. But one of Which the reasons is shocking that, because unemployment is high, yeah, but because they're just paying them, right? Like exactly. you're, they're making more per week than what most employers would pay them per week. Right. Oh yeah. And yeah. they can get that right and, now. And, and part of the new package it. is yeah. Another $400 additional Look, unemployment. Not only is in the new package, do you know what else they're going to do in the new package? Huh. The, the, the moratorium on evictions is going to September. September. Right. Right. I mean, that's pure insanity. But they're going to pay off the landlords too, though. Everybody's going to get paid. This next right. one, everybody's getting paid off. Yeah. And we're about to see if modern monetary theory is, is, is effective or not. We are about to find out. We've already kind of been in the game on this one, yeah. but we're about to move into the next level of this game. This is where they really are going to make an attempt to see if, and we're going to find out if we are right or we're wrong. And well, if I can make a suggestion to everyone listening, take that money, that government cheese that the, they're giving you and invest it in things that have tangible value. Yeah. Uh, probably the easiest are Bitcoin and gold. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, or silver. Or silver. Yeah, met metals. Because there's a huge uh, upside even, in silver. Even you know equities and companies mm-hmm. are not a bad thing to be in because they're going to be they're going to go up commensurate with inflation to, yep. to, for a certain point. At some point, they could totally crash. But you know, um, if you look for value, real estate, it's all going to correct at some point. But you know, yeah, it's it's. It, I think, and we talked about this a little bit last week. I think that we were like off in how. <laughs> how much it takes to actually tank it, you know, but we're going to find out here pretty soon. Either I mean, it's going to tank or it's not. They're moving it to another level. And is, here's the thing. As long as the rest of the world is still dealing with our currency, right? then that's why it can continue to go. It's when the world stops is when the problem happens. Right. We're much more dependent globally now than anybody actually wants to admit. Oh, yeah. But one of the reasons that we're so dependent globally is because we're doing bad things with our currency instead of doing right things with our currency. Like people are using our currency because of our military. They're not using our currency because we're having sound fiscal policy. Right. Right. Well, and yeah, and because it's always been done that way, because we have, uh, you know, agreements with OPEC and things like that. But those are hanging by a thread at this point. Yeah. The only yeah. reason they're not hanging by a thread is because we are the, still the global superpower. Right. You know, when it comes to military might and we can blow everybody up. Yeah. Like, but, you know, it's but that's but that's quickly like we're going to see what happens with the Biden administration, because going to the Biden administration is going back to almost letting the neocons be in charge. Like right. with Bush, the neocons were in charge. With Obama, the neocons were still in charge. It's when Trump came in that the neocons weren't in charge anymore. Right. Which I think is another reason why you saw this in this media apparatus go after Trump so much is because Trump was not a committed neocon. Yeah, I, I think you saw the oh. He wasn't a committed neocon though. That's, no, there's no, no, not getting at all. But that. I don't I don't think that's why the media apparatus went out of him uh, went after him so I think much. It's part of it. It might be a small part of it, but I think the the main part is the fact that just, you know, a lot of reporters have a uh, a left lean and this guy was just so audaciously, you know, no, yeah, but that would have been given for any Republican. It's the other ones that are the the right leaning neocon ones, like the Max Boots and things like that, right? And the people that were part of like the Lincoln Project, true. yeah, that were even more so going after him. And that those of those attacks were, while they weren't more effective, they were coming from like the left was always going to be against them. But it's the people on the right, like Max Boot, who's you know a neocon scumbag, and Liz Cheney, who's a, a, just a, a disgusting piece of human trash. Like there's no getting around how evil those people are, and to see those people abandon him, which look, I, I never voted for Trump, so I didn't really care in one aspect. But in the other aspect, is that for as much as I didn't like Trump. I like Trump far more than I like the neocons. Like I really despise the neo neoconservative agenda. People like Rubio and and Cheney and uh, Tom Cotton. I don't know. How I you do can... view those people as the enemy of this country. Like I, I well, no, make yeah. no make no mistake about it. They should be in jail. Like Rubio should be locked up, thrown away the fucking key forever in one of the jails that gave him all this money. Like the Geo Group and the private prison industry. Like. These guys, in one aspect, I'll say, I do think that the neocons are fucking evil. There's no getting around that. And I did not view Trump as being the same anywhere. He's not the same as those guys, no. at least in my opinion. No, he's just he was always in it for himself. But, you know, now that this is this is actually the last show that we'll be doing where Trump is a president. I think it's time that we we do kind of a, a presidency in review and uh, look back, uh, just, you know, touch briefly on some of Trump's uh, successes while in office. So much winning. So much winning. There was a lot of winning going yeah. on. I, I mean, uh, like, uh, you know, uh, the war with China, trade war with China. 
Um, highly successful. Now China's GDP is uh, about set to surpass ours. <laughs> you know, uh, their military is uh, is uh, you know uh, basically uh, run us out of the South China Sea, and uh, we've caved on Hong Kong and uh, Taiwan. Yeah, you know, and uh, yeah. So basically, uh, China is uh, China is definitely the new economic superpower. Uh, we are absolutely on the de- we're on the way out. They're on the way up. So, so that was a, a big one for Trump. And I, I, you know, I, I think that, uh, if it wasn't for his, uh, his trade war, uh, it would have, uh, not happened nearly as quickly. Yeah, no, yeah. that's true. So that was, uh, that was useful. And, and let's talk about his other, uh, big, uh, policy was, uh, you know, he was going to build a wall, the border wall, the border that Mexico wall. was going to pay for it, by the way. Yeah. And, uh, uh, well, you know, I, I don't think Mexico actually, uh, happened uh, that happened, uh, when, but we, we do have to uh, look at, uh, at uh, you know, what he actually accomplished. When Trump took office, 13, exactly 1,300 miles of the U.S. southern border had no barrier whatsoever. No wall, no fence, no nothing. 1,300 miles of our southern U.S. border had no, no means to stop anyone from crossing. And... After four years, Trump, that number has shrunk to 1,285 miles. <laughs> that's in four years. That's what happened. A, a net addition of 15 miles of our border now has fencing. Jesus. Hooray. So much winning. Yeah. But the problem is now is that fence is actually keeping Americans from going to Mexico because they want to get the fuck out of the country. <laughs> it's keeping Americans in, which I predicted remember in when, the Cassandra trigger, by the way. Remember when Ron Paul said that, by the way? Right. Remember when he no, said I don't. that? He said it in a debate. Did he really? He's like, oh, yeah, he said it in a debate. He's like, he's against the fence because it's going to keep you here. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, it's... it's. I mean, he was been, a smart man. Oh, God, he was so... It was so... It, it's... You know, I wish that the movement that he had generated would have happened for him 20 years before it actually did. Right. Didn't I mean? he just get social media was, banned too? Yeah, he got he just got banned recently too. He put up something and got banned from it. Yeah. So a lot which, of that going around. Oh yeah, no, a lot of that's going around right now. That is part of the reaction from what's been going on in Washington. This this whole right. thing is the reaction. And I really think they were just waiting for the opportunity for this oh, to happen. Yeah. yeah, this was the perfect storm of excuses for them to really just crack down on their control. Yeah. And yeah. that's exactly and, what they're and doing. And that's what's happened. Yeah. So there's no doubt about it um, because, and it's, it's amazing to me that the corporations are so on board with it. Yeah, it's you know? the corporations that are in bed with the government that are so on board with it. Yeah, I know, but it's, it's just surprising that it, it um, locks out their competition. Think about it. it, it well, I know. I realize that I just, it, it, it just surprises me that they're that, um, you know, blatant about it. I, I don't think they have to care anymore. The mask is off. Another, another, another thing about Trump. Well, I think they're going to pay about. for it financially. Uh, yeah. I mean, At until the next point. bailout comes. Yeah. Well, yeah. and look, they're able to eliminate their comp. Look, they eliminated parlor. Like they were able to oh, eliminate yeah, they destroyed it. Yeah. 
like, don't get me wrong. Look, we'll see what happens with the lawsuit because Parler's suing uh, Amazon for the web services. Plan. And as they should. I, they they completely breached the contract. Yeah, I think that they're going to get in trouble for this. It de- but it really depends it now. De- on it depends, yeah. It, it, they it really, could or could not. Yeah, and, and again, it's it has nothing to do with what's right or wrong or what's legal, what's not. It has everything to do with who's in power and who controls the, the conversation. So we'll yeah. see what happens with the lawyers and the, or with the judges, but maybe, maybe the judges are going to view... Like sometimes judges make good rulings, and maybe they'll make a good one here. Once in a while, but uh, it seems uh, less and less often that that's the case. We'll we'll have to see what happens. But yeah. uh, again, not not that I support any of the people on Parlor per se, but you just can't do that. You support their right to exist in yes. their platform. Right? Yes, yes, I do. I, absolutely. You don't want them. To, you don't. You didn't want them to go away. And I completely support their right to burn down the Capitol. Well, the funny thing about it is like they 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 threw Parler off because they said that people were, you know, um, organizing this whole thing that happened in the Capitol on Parler. However, there's tons of proof to show that they were actually doing it on Facebook. Right. But there's no banning of Facebook. Oh, of course. not. Like just to show how 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 bad the double standard is like. Right. And I think that's look. this is the part that the right gets right all the time is that there is this just hypocritical double standard that oh, happens. Oh, totally, totally. That you 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 can't get, like, it's, and, and one side denies that it's happening. Like, the ones on the left will deny that this double standard exists when it's very clear that it exists. Right. And if you would at least be intellectually honest about what is existing, then you could at least have some credibility about yourself. But right. there's no credibility with anybody anymore. No. Because, like... Nobody will admit that their side's doing something screwed up. Yes, yes, that's the thing. Nobody, nobody will be will take the effort to be objective. Yes, you know, and if, if they just did that, they would realize that you know a lot of the shit that they're spewing is is complete utter bullshit. Yeah, you know, it's and it's like it, too many people focus on all the wrong shit. Yes, like yeah. I just wish people would focus on the not even the important shit, but just realize that if you're hearing it on the mainstream media, no matter who's saying it to you in the mainstream, like no matter what outlet it is, they're agenda driven and they're leading right. you down their path that they want you to lead down. And it ain't to honesty and the truth. Right, right. Like it's and to get you to react to whatever they want you to react to. And it's not always the exact polar opposite of what they're saying either. You know, yeah. if they say the sky is blue, it's not necessarily red. And that's the problem is that some people have gotten so knee jerk reactive to that, that when, you know, even if the mainstream media is even telling you the truth, because sometimes they are, they have to put an element of the truth <laughs> yeah. in there in order to make it work. They disbelieve that. And then you get the, the you know, the, the flat earth group that's just completely off the reservation. Uh, totally. You yeah. know, but uh, we are going to talk about that and a whole lot more in the second hour. Man, we have got so much today. We could do like five hours on the stuff we have, but we're not going to. We're not going to, but we are going to do one more hour. And if you'd like to hear it, go to patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage. Sign up, become a patron, and uh, you get a lot of free swag. We'll see you on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> 